I got served an ad the other day. Sometimes I think those Instagram ads are smart, and other times they're way wrong. And clearly, this bot has no idea what it's talking about. Uh, I've never seen this before, but it's for Mm. a a beard growth (laughs) program. No fucking way. All the pictures were (sighs) with guys of splotchy beards and facial hair that didn't fill. And then, you know, as you slide across, they apply this stuff. And then, of course, he's got a lumberjack beard by the end. Just out of curiosity, do you also get those completely random ads for dick shortening? Uh, (laughs) Dick shortening pills? It's like, what? You, Matt, you just held up a picture of a sad, like, redneck, you know, plotchy beard. And I was like, oh, it's so thicker than mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could get to that. It, yeah. And, like, my hope was, if I get to that level, there's hope for me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, if you lose enough weight, we'll give you the surgery for the stomach thing or whatever. It's one of those deals. Like, if I can just grow it in enough, maybe they can, maybe they can help me. <laughs> Yeah. There's enough of a stump we can put a prosthetic leg there, Corey. If there's enough, yeah. right now, right now you're too fat for the the beard band surgery. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get to a point where we can do the beard band. Right. Uh, but how have I never thought of a beard club for men? Like, of course, I know. Why right? is it? Why is it always just head? Right. I. I. That's literally the first time I've ever seen it. It's the same thing in a, in a bottle, but just show a picture of a guy brushing it into his mm-hmm. face. There were guys Beard. trying to sneak into hair to, to, to hair regrowth clinics upside down. So they could get <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, you know, they got those eyes uh, drawn on their chin. They're like, yeah, they yes. do the FaceTime thing where they do their ball. chin upside down. Mm. Wow, what do you know? Yep. Like kid, three kids in a trench coat sneaking into a movie. This is it opens up so many opportunities that there's a pube club for men. I mean, come on, there's so many different areas. Chest hair club for men. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't bring that up in our one of our most popular episodes, the chest hair episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably because we had so much to talk about, we couldn't even squeeze it in. <laughs> I'm, sure that, I'm sure that was left on the cutting room floor. Uh, yep. A Herculean task of uh, <laughs> cleaning the Aegean stables and editing that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which one uh, was filled with more shit? I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, T. D. Dental S. T. Thomas B. D. Dental S. Was trying to end the podcast. Like I'll give him the the, the task only Hercules himself could do. There's right. no way they could possibly. The Gordian Knot. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, gentlemen, recently I was uh, on Wikipedia bouncing from one thing to the other, uh, just completely one random thing after the other, and I, I landed on this article about a particular structure uh, here in America. And the more I read about it, uh, not only was it just kind of like a funny history or wow, that's funny. I was just like struck like this is the most, this has to be the most American thing, the most American attraction, right? Um, Not just what it is today, because what it is today is just so chef kiss, uh, quintessentially American. (laughs) But also, it's history that the 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 history of how it was built and what happened and and it's I'm like wow that's really just the quintessential American story and when I say American there's a lot of ways to interpret that you know it could be the um, you know Coca Cola World brought to you by baseball and apple pie or whatever okay those things are American it can be the story of a um, a con man who corners Wall Street and uh, 
makes a, a bunch of money and um, everyone's fucked. And you mm-hmm. know, they, there, there can be a lot of things you go, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty American way, but essentially American. And I, I just feel like the story of this structure to yet to be named kind of encompasses it all. So, uh, and, and you gentlemen do not uh, yet know what the structure is. What I'm going to do is go back. I want to start at the beginning and I want to play for you a clip from the actual promotional video that was made in 1989 to entice investors. I mean, I'm only going to play you like a minute of this, and you guys are going to be handing me your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can imagine Better sit this on my is wallet. a 13-minute promotional video. Um, but let me just start off, set the scene for a podcast, right as ground is being broken for the structures. Just picture a few wells. I'm going to play this clip. Since the miracle of creation, man has been on an endless quest to build his own monuments and point them towards the heavens for all eternity. This quest has led to his fascination with a mystical and mysterious structure known as the Pyramid. (laughs) But the Pyramid of Cheops did not quench man's desire to reach for the stars. Gotta be quenched. Now, 5,000 years later, and halfway around the Earth, the torch has been rekindled. A new pyramid is being built, not to glorify death, but as a monument that will celebrate life and man's indomitable spirit to create, to achieve a greatness that will reach to the stars and span centuries. I'm so hard right now. A greatness that will say, Feel the power of the Great American Pyramid. <laughs> oh my God! It couldn't be called anything oh else. Oh my God! It oh, had I to like be how we're reaching the, the stars. I assume with forty-five American. degree angles on the sides too. Uh, but I, God okay. damn, it is so American. It's like we're gonna make a big one. We're gonna take it from someone else. Like yeah, <laughs> this is like the Great American Dummy Project too, which I love. Is like well, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna invent the American inventive spirit. Going back, I'm gonna. Can we just redo that thing that was done five thousand years ago? Hey guys, let's let's do an Alf movie now. I mean, if every country had to do a science fair, America, what'd you bring? The biggest fucking volcano anyone ever saw. <laughs> it's a fact that every American Nobel Prize winner was for a volcano mm. for, for vinegar volcanoes, and we don't just have the three sided uh, poster board. We right. have. 42 side, the biggest poster board you've ever seen. It folds, we can't, there's no way we can fold it back up. Once we've unfolded it, that thing is staying unfolded. God damn it, it's just a baking soda volcano, but it does have fireworks and hooters. Fuck. (laughs) Sweet land of liberty. So I did cut a a quick bit out of there because they went into the history of the Cheops pyramid, and I I did cut that part uh, for brevity. But the opening uh, scene is. The Egyptian pyramids, and as we know, um, it is a mystical and mysterious structure known as the pyramid. Well, yes, it's so mysterious, right? Exactly, the triangle. There are five total sides to that geographic shape. It is not every kid can draw it. Um, he's essentially thinking of the pyramid as like a really cool dragon only he can draw, but really, it's like it's one of the (laughs) fundamental shapes, Uh it's one of the organized pile. Uh-huh. It's a glorified <laughs> exactly. pile. Exactly. There's not a lot of intricacies to it. It's just like 
there was a race to who can build the, or not a race, but a contest of, I guess, like, I'm making a bigger pile of stones. You guys are going to work your whole <laughs> fucking lives for mine. I'm going to try to live longer. And, and you and your sons will live your entire lives building my pile. Yeah. It's a platonic heap. Yeah. Gravity will make sure that no matter how hard you try, a pile will always end up fairly pyramid shaped. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> right, he's he's talking about out, it like this is like sand. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't like doing like a double backflip. This is what happens when you drop shit at the same place repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start by laying down. Yep. <laughs> so I I will share this video uh, on our social media channels such as Twitter at Free Legal Pod. But I like how it's also reach for the stars. <laughs> yes. The highest structure in the world, the pyramid. The hill. <laughs> the closest. Not a tower yes. on top of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. So we're going to make a pyramid, a great pyramid in America. What should we call it? The Great <laughs> American Pyramid. Chuck E. Cheese. Feel the no, power of the Great American Pyramid. I feel pyramid. like that's an God issue where it's like, all right, send this to a design guy. We don't know what we're going to call it yet. And he's just got placeholder text, the Great American Pyramid. And they send it back. <laughs> yes. to like, fuck, I love this. This is better than what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's Matt, you said it's a 14-minute promotional video. You And you also told us it was from 1989. You could have told us either. <laughs> I think yes. no, I've kind of figured out, like, yeah, no one's sitting through 14 minutes of your whatever your pitch is. Like, look, you want my money. What is this about? Uh, so what was happening, uh, and I'll share the clip, is uh, lightning is striking the pyramid. <laughs> and at, right at the very end, it explodes to reveal... <laughs> The new Great American Is pyramid. it supposed to explode, or... Ah, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> no, you'll find out in minute 13. <laughs> this is not supposed to explode. <laughs> Those Egyptians are going to detonate it out of shame once we build this thing. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking American, though. Like, if we make an American Stonehenge or something, like... God yes. damn it. Some retard somewhere is thinking about that, like, what if we rebuilt our own Stonehenge? Yeah, what if? Because uh, magical... <sighs> Mysterious. There is a casino in Las Vegas that's a yeah, mini that's New what, York that has a Statue yes. of Liberty. Yeah, and there's a, a, the Luxor. There's a, yeah. Oh, there's a... Uh, it's yes, a pyramid. A pyramid. There's a uh, Eiffel Tower. That, you know, everything yeah. has been rebuilt uh, and Americanized. So let me walk you through, because the, the whole history of this thing is just so beautiful. So uh, the rest of the video uh, talks about all of the things that, you know, sure, anybody can build a pyramid. What's going to be inside? What What's going to draw people aside from man's a quest to body. point towards the heavens, right? Um, one single dead body. Which is pretty badass, by the way, for one person. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. That's for me. Oh, mine, mine. I have a little gravestone. I have three gravestones. I have an obelisk. I have a mausoleum. I got a giant pile of stones that took three mm. generations to build just for me. <laughs> It Suck still says R.I.P. in normal-sized font. Yeah, we had to top. abbreviate R.I.P. We couldn't spell it out. <laughs> yep. Rest in power, Keopatreps. Hey, anyway. I paid mm. him to stack the stones, not carve them. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a whole other... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the Assyrians. I mean, I'm dead, not stupid. <laughs> so, uh, the rest of the video goes on to explain what will be the true attraction. So, first and foremost, this thing, which he did mention, would be around for centuries... Um, the permanent home of the American Music Awards Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt, in a previous episode, you mentioned how uh, redwood trees have been around for a thousand years and will now serve for the next decades to build our decks and yeah. settings. I, like these, 
everyone knows the Egyptian pyramid that's been around for 5,000 years. And uh, we're going to build one. It's going to be around for a couple hundred, probably. probably. A couple, couple hundred. Yeah. yeah. Nice move. It, yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's not just like a music Hall of Fame. It's the American Music Awards Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. So I'm assuming it's the, the Hall of Fame so. for the awards. This is the assistant to the director. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. It will have, quote, the eerie and evocative Egyptian experience. Ooh. Which will probably be like you walk through and look at some uh, fake artifacts of what a mummy might have looked like. Mummy is chasing you around. And, so what are we yeah. stacking these stones for? So people can feel <laughs> eerie. <laughs> these are the people we copied it from. <laughs> the top of the pyramid will be a self-contained shortwave radio station that will make the world a smaller place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This just in. Biggest pyramid makes world smaller. <laughs> Shortwave, biggest pyramid. Yeah. But yes, hold on a second. A, a self-contained shortwave radius? <laughs> Surely that giant pyramid cannot be also a radio station. <laughs> Have you ever seen a radio station in real life? It's like a garage with the tower, you know? Okay, let's cut to the let's cut to the end game. We all know where this is gonna go. Uh. A self-contained uh radio station means they're gonna lock themselves in at some point and just play King Tut on repeat. <laughs> King Tut. No one's breaking down, this is free radio. Yep. Funky Tut. <laughs> Steve Martin lives forever. Yep, on 943 uh. the Tut. The Tut. <laughs> K Tut. Oh, I don't know. K or W. We'll find out. Yeah, K or W. Oh, yeah. We don't know where it is yet. Uh, Yeah, so we're not there yet. There's a breathtaking Infinator ride to the zenith. (laughs) Infinator? (laughs) Infinator. It doesn't. It's just a really long escalator. They're showing mock ups of all these other things. There is not even a fake drawing of whatever this Infinator ride to the zenith is going to be. It's an elevator to the top floor, an Infinator ride to the zenith. This is, I love it. See, I've got a yellow wristband. That means I get a buffet (laughs) and I get the ride to the Infinator all the way to the zenith. I get a ride to the Infinator. To the zenith. I can't even believe who came up with this. This is amazing. And and you guys, this is the one that that will surely be around for centuries. Oh, yeah. The ultimate jukebox. Thanks to a computerized memory bank Ooh. capable of sharing information on virtually every song ever written. Or every song ever written. <laughs> the world's biggest jukebox. This is so Americanly dumb of like, we're going to make the world's biggest pyramid. And inside, the world's biggest jukebox. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a potato that came up with this. What was, how did this come about? It's like... Hey, Grandpa, my, I just want to make a pamphlet. Can you tell me some things to make it about? Yeah, what if we had a pyramid with a jukebox and a radio? Shortwave, son. Like, yeah. what the fuck? What, what my is, Uncle who Dennis is this will for? be at the top with the ham radio. We had people <sighs> land on a moon, and you're like, big pile of rocks with the ju- the world's biggest jukebox in it. The world's, bi- <laughs> the world's biggest moon. <laughs> <laughs> we landed on the world's biggest moon, Ben. <laughs> That's the moon America chose to land on. Right. The Great American Moon. <laughs> <laughs> the mystical shape of the sphere, revered for thousands of years by the Egyptians and probably the Babylonians as well. <laughs> God. Uh, last but not least, after we build all these attractions, a 22,000-seat arena. <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought I knew... I, I was, I was waiting, I'm like, I figured Grant wait a minute. This. 
Yes, because I know the end game now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, and and here's the selling point, and here's where the dollars come in, guys. Uh, Mile high through notches. the electronic and print media, paid advertising, and the anticipated tidal wave of tourists, the mm-hmm. Great American Pyramid will generate an astounding six hundred and ninety-seven million eight hundred thousand impressions <laughs> what? i was like that is a wildly Dollars. specific budget target or sales target for your budget but okay but we're just selling impressions <laughs> impressions are worth more than money ben they are <laughs> i thought they figured that one out though <laughs> I just can't. Uh, uh, I, i've changed my dream when i get in a time machine i'm not going back to kill hitler i'm <laughs> I'm going only to these brainstorming meetings to listen to these guys come up with this. It's the best thing in my entire life. I can die happy after. After that huge number, is the word impression spelled with a bunch of clear letters, some dollar signs, and some numbers? Like, there's no way people are going to... Oh, impressions. Wait, what's the dollar? What's the conversion rate to money? <laughs> right. How do you convert... What, what's the current conversion rate from impression to the dollar right now? Uh, there isn't. Mm. <laughs> impressions. So it ends saying... Soon, mankind will be awed by a new wonder of the world. So, this this investor, this guy who had the, had the, the the chief investor had the biggest idea. Um, during the financing, he was tricked by a Las Vegas con man mm. who promised that he could uh, contribute eighty million dollars. So, upon opening, he declared bankruptcy, owing sixteen million dollars <laughs> to twenty different creditors. Nice. <laughs> Two years after. The Great American Pyramid was built. It lost the title of largest American pyramid to the Luxor <laughs> by 18 feet. I wasn't, I wasn't oh, God, yes. That is yes. amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. You get to the Luxor, and, you know, let's say you're in Vegas and you're walking down the strip, you're like, oh. That Statue of Liberty is like only like you could fit that in a couple garage. Like everything's a lot smaller. Like the whole like New York, New York thing. Yeah, you're like, sure. oh, the pyramid. It's not that big. And I was wondering how big <laughs> this is. And you're like beaten by the Luxor. I was like, Luxor's not that big. No, nope. <laughs> Luxor's not that tall. <laughs> but that's amazing. Luxor also has mm. a better thing at the top, which is a giant bug killing light. Light. Yes. Oh, what was the Luxor the one that beat it? Yeah, yeah the yes. Luxor's bigger. Okay. Luxor's by bigger. I, I just wondered how many how many pyramids we got out there right now. Uh, Curious of like the nuclear, uh, like how many warheads we got, how many how many pyramids? Yes, we got what's our on stockpile? Right I'm shocked we're at two. Well, how many dead presidents are there? Hold on, let me count. Uh, I assume that's where we're burying them, right? Like, Man, who's buried in Grant's pyramid? And- this 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 plays into to my part of this, by the way. But the the like we're gonna make the world's biggest pyramid in forever. We're going to get tourists coming, like. No, what do you every every year like the next dickhead can't put a brick on top of it? Oh my god! <laughs> so it did. Uh, it in the twenty two thousand seater. It hosted various concerts, and it was the home to the Memphis uh, University basketball team for a while. What? And what? What? When what? the Vancouver Grizzlies moved to Memphis, mm-hmm. um, featuring I believe Pig Country Bryant Reeves. Yes, Bryant uh, Country. <laughs> yeah. Bryant Pig Country. Just Reeves, wait. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, this so this was actually built, Matt. To, yeah, to all the things like you just said, 
It has a 22,000 well, seat arena. Well, well, I don't know that it has the Infinator. I don't whatever. know if they got to the Infinator. Why did I buy this wristband? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sold me all these damn wristbands. How the fuck am I going to get to the Zenith? What, what am I going to do with 10,000 wristbands? Damn it. <laughs> there was a price pick at 10,000. Uh, um, so, yes. It was built in Memphis. Amazing. The Great American Pyramid was built, and I'm 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 not even yet getting to where we are today. Yeah, it's not done. So, the Vancouver Grizzlies moved to Memphis, an NBA franchise, and upon moving, they're like, "This is not a suitable arena. We will not be here permanently." <laughs> and so, less than a decade uh, after the pyramid was built, it was shuttered, and there were no tenants, and it became derelict. Oh my god! As a no, no tenant, no world's largest jukebox. Yeah, uh, not even a. Ah, you came for the wig sphere, is what we got going on now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not no. even the biggest no. pyramid. Not even, not even wigs. <laughs> so, take us to today. It, mm-hmm. and, and guys, if you thought the the promise of what the initial pitch was was impressive, sure, it didn't end up with the world's largest jukebox, or sure, we don't have an eerie and evocative Egyptian mm-hmm. experience. But what it is today is maybe even better and mm-hmm. maybe even more American. This is where I started because I couldn't, I knew there was like, I was like, oh yeah, wasn't wasn't there uh, NBA arena like a pyramid? Isn't that weird? But what it is today, guys, oh my God. So today, risen from the ashes <laughs> like a phoenix. <laughs> Some man has yearned to conquer the phoenix. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> the phoenix suns. <laughs> It is now, opening a few years ago, the Bass Pro Shops at the Pyramid. The world's largest. Yes, it is a Bass Pro Shop. It is a Bass Pro Shop. It's the world's most pyramid-shaped Bass Pro Shop. It's a Bass Pro Shop. Yes, a Bass Pro Shop. Yes, it's a really, really big... Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> well, let me, let, you guys. It's more than just. It's it's more than a Bass Pro Shop. It's an experience. Oh my god! Let me, so, oh my pulling god. from the Memphis Tourism nah, website. Nah. Does this Bass Pro Shop have an eerie and evocative uh, <laughs> experience of how the Egyptians oh fished? My. And a Bass Pro Shop. It does not. But I don't think. Uh, I think it's gonna still uh, pleasantly surprise. There's like a sarcophagus and a speedboat with a with a fishing <laughs> rod just taped to it. Yeah, sure. The first bass boat was buried here. <laughs> <laughs> it was entombed. It it's more than a store. It's an adventure. <laughs> oh Take a ride, twenty eight stories to the top of the pyramid on America's tallest freestanding elevator. Oh. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Freestanding. <laughs> Freestanding? Like, how do you put, if you know. put enough qualifiers on something, it will be the You get the a JD Power. Yeah. Yeah. You just go like, wait a minute, but for those bigger buildings, it's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing the asterisk game here, the asterisk. Freestanding? It has an in-store swamp. As opposed to an outdoor one. I mean, this is what you're looking for. We got a swamp inside our store for years. Mankind has yearned to get rid of swamps, definitely out of doors, for sure, outside of any of our structures. Or yeah, they've only lost four children in them so far. It's it's, it's really pretty safe. <laughs> That's a real smart move, though, because the only way to top it is to build another period pyramid and have it be a Bass Pro Shop Express and have it have an indoor outdoor um, uh, swamp. 
<laughs> but if you stay at the Express, they have that pancake maker. Anyway. Oh, they do have the pancake maker. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, one of the sorry. only so, stores you can take a fan boat around one of the levels. Uh, home furnishings and, uh, and women's wear. You can take a fan boat around because it's built in a swamp. In the 70s, uh, they, they called it the, uh, the Bass Proa Dome when they had the first <laughs> dome over the, uh, an indoor swamp. Yeah. Yeah. The whole oh, yeah. place smelled like chlorine. One of America's only – this is America's largest indoor swamp. Motherfucker, you've made it, you've made it the mosquito greenhouse. Largest indoor freestanding swamp. Uh, the, actually, the Everglades Museum beat them by three acres. Uh, two <laughs> years later, Again, the Luxor beat them somehow. How did right. I not? This is one of the stupidest things on the planet. It's one of the stupidest then, things on this planet. I haven't gotten to all the attractions. Oh, it's not God. that far away either. I mean, you can drive to Memphis in a day, no problem. Yeah. I've, I'm, I don't know why you Holy haven't shit. done it. Yes, I've done it twice. I've been to Memphis, and it's like, oh, we're going to Beale Street. We are. We're going to have some ribs. Why didn't we go to the stupidest thing ever? So just an aside, when I was in Memphis with loyal listener A. Joseph B., we were just driving around and then we're like, what the fuck is that thing? Because we're just like, we can't, no, no, that's not, that's not that. I can I can see that it's a pyramid. Why is it? that's not there though? I refuse to believe that that's there. I would have heard about this. That there's right. a fucking pyramid there. And then I looked it up and only found like it's a basketball arena. I was not expecting so that. that was when it was a basketball right. arena. Just imagine how awesome now, Grant. Somebody somebody is having that exact same thing. They're just driving and they're like, "Oh my god, is there really a pyramid?" And then it says Bass Pro Shops Bass on the shops. Shop. Just no <laughs> way. Yes. yes. When when we saw it, it was nothing, and there was like maybe right. it'll be a hotel, uh, maybe I don't right. know. So let me yeah. ask this, Matt. When when it was when it was a stadium, what team played there? The Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. How do you not yes. have a fucking pyramid Egyptian named team? <sighs> It's like, where do the Grizzlies play? Sure, the in a pyramid. They took there. one look at this this arena, and they're like, this arena sucks. We're building our own. <laughs> yeah. That's why. <laughs> it said the concerts that were held there were notoriously, believe it or not, a pyramid is not great for acoustics. And the running joke was that you get two for the price of one because you hear the concert twice. You hear what they're playing. You hear the echo off the top of the pyramid. Um, but, yeah, how do, Grant, you're a sports fanatic. You're an NBA fanatic. Mm-hmm. How have I we, never? I, yeah, I could name a, a bunch of teams, and you'd know their arenas. You'd yeah. know all sorts of things. Yeah. How is the fact that there is this pyramid that is built, and none of us knew? Like, wait, they play in a pyramid? Like, yeah. It's how have so... I never heard this? Listen, I hey. thought I was safe. I thought this information was getting to me through all my filters and through the education of our like forefathers in the system of like, there's a pyramid in America. It's a hotel in Vegas. If there's two, you should tell me. I should yes. know. <laughs> The public education system has failed you. Mm-hmm. You guys ever driving around and you see it's like, well, that was a Taco Bell, but now it's a Greek restaurant, but it's clearly from the architecture. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> this is the ultimate version of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the tomb of Pharaoh Hamemphethet, but now it's a fast pro shop. What? Really? Anything that was a pizza yeah. hut makes me so happy. I can be in the foulest mood and I'm driving and I see a bank. I'm like, oh, that was a Pizza Hut. You can just tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me so happy. And to just, if I, if you were like zoomed in on the word pro shop and just kept focusing mm. out a little bit, <laughs> you, you zoom got out. Like, is that <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a pyramid? Is this going to be but a Pizza Hut? But then at the very top is a big Arby's hat. 
It's like it, well, yeah, it was originally an Arby's. Then it became. Yeah. <laughs> then it this was a Pro This is stuff. amazing. Someone built a dumb fucking pyramid, and then someone's like, I don't know, could we make a Bass Pro Shops in it? I mean, why not make it a whatever? Oh, wow, 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 wow. But Ben, it's it's a whole experience. It's not just Mm -hmm. a a Bass Pro Shops. It's an experience. Oh, my God. It has the big Cypress Lodge. The rooms at the lodge are designed to bring the great outdoors inside with a rustic, elegant guest suites that resemble vintage log cabins. Elegant (laughs) guest suites? Look out at the pyramid, a full-service restaurant and bar located at the top level of the pyramid. Last, certainly not least, Uncle Buck's Fishbowl and Grill, a one-of-a-kind atmosphere that offers the visitors of experiencing uh, experience of feeling like they're underwater exploring a sunken ship. The heart of Uncle Buck's is a large elevated bar and 13-lane ocean-themed bowling alley. <laughs> 13 I, lanes, huh? But I... You guys are so dumbfounded I, right I, now. I There's too much. That, that doesn't work. You just named like five things that make no sense together. Right, right. And why would it be? Why would it be Uncle Buck? His underwater. Just what I really want to focus on so much, like all the things, like Matt's. I'm just nonplussed at this point. I can't. I can't freak out anymore. <laughs> it just keeps stacking. At, at some point, you're just crushed under the weight of this. I can't get any flatter. Um, <laughs> it's like you're telling me all these things, and the only thing I want to know is like who. Is the ballsy marketing ad like wizard who was like, "Hey, what are you doing today? Strutting into the Bass Pro Shop headquarters. Gonna sell him a pyramid. You're gonna what now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys are into fishing, right? So anyway, shut up, buy a pyramid. That's the long and short of how that like meet. What the fuck went down in that meeting? They're like, you want us to buy a pyramid? Listen, I'll let you put a swamp in it. Like what the. <laughs> was it a, was it a realtor who was like walking him through like well you can put a swamp in here I mean there's plenty mm-hmm. of room I mean it's already a swamp I mean clearly there's water it's already a swamp you could just make it a feature yeah. you could build around the swamp lots of people are putting swamps in their houses now you know what if you if you did move in this would be the largest indoor swamp <laughs> I mean it currently is but people would as know much now. as anyone can like Bass Pro Shop did you ever think like I want to have a vacation here. <laughs> yeah. the, there's hotel rooms and a bowling alley and everything and I, we it's listen crazy. i lost my mind when i found out that dolly parton had a theme park because i'm just like really about a singer it just it just seems so strange to me but it, this is very strange to me let's go to bass world the largest the world's largest pizza hut i mean like those kinds of things <laughs> <laughs> world's largest freestanding pizza hut and you go there and you still just get a pizza it's still just a pizza from a pizza hut right Times Square has, you know, the world's worst Panera Bread or the world's biggest Gap or whatever <laughs> this it is. is. This is on par with the world's thickest, like, bridge abutment. It's the same quality. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, good for you. But it's such, they're so strange and esoteric. It's like, well, one, I want to know a lot more about. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Guys, I, when I saw that, I started down Wikipedia and I was like, oh, yeah, they had that pyramid. And when I saw it is now the Bass Pro Shop, <laughs> I, I, my, I, like I said, what could be more American than this? It, it is just quintessential. <sighs> wow. I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> Amazing. So I didn't know any of the history before that it was just a basketball arena. And I had always wondered, like, well, why would they build it like a pyramid? Right. Because mankind has yearned to <laughs> touch the something. I don't know.
Unlike most uh, situations, I'm not sure we can be more ridiculous than yeah. than this example. And we're going to be trying to. So yeah. we're going to try. Yeah, we're trying to be wacky, and this is so hard to beat. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. Well, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it the old flap try. I did assign each of the brothers uh, a particular role to build our own most American attraction that we will see how it changes hands over mm-hmm. uh, the years. Mm-hmm. So Ben is going to be the founder. He's going to. Tell us what the he's going to be. You know the the original person to build a particular the original nut job, the original the original nut, nut, job. nut job. That's yep. a great way to put it. Um, and he's going to explain that Corey's going to show us the family pivot where uh, handed down to the generations. Maybe one of the new inheritors uh, decides to take it a little bit different direction. Grant later in history will be the hotshot entrepreneur who's going to come in and have a whole brand new idea of how to revitalize this. And then I'll finish up with. Uh, which I think one of the most American things of all possible, uh, the corporate takeover. So let's start with Ben, the founder. Let's let's make our let's rival the mm. pyramids of ancient Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, like you, Matt, uh, I have to just read this out of Wikipedia. So um, I don't know how much sizzle and how much steak we got here. Um, hundred, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna give it 110 percent reading this article. Okay, so. Um, uh, for this attraction, I went back, I looked in Wikipedia and went, clicked back a few um, and started with the history. Um, so in 1907, um, Thomas Wadsfellow Huntington had an idea. He was the son of uh, oil magnate, uh, puberty anal pepper Huntington. Uh, <laughs> Thomas had many resources available at his disposal. And of course, oh, the puby. leisure time uh, to observe <laughs> what to do with it. Um Thomas saw that, uh, despite their curious nature, that men often prefer consistency, even safety. Um, He noted that salesmen uh, would often request a dish from their hometown, regardless of the local specialties. And he also observed that um, many of these uh, traveling men were extremely horny. So this ingenious uh, observation resulted in America's first chain restaurant mm-hmm. uh, by the Pale Crescent Moon is what these restaurants were called. Um, oh, okay. Hmm. Um, a dozen rest. He had a dozen restaurants up and down the East Coast by uh, that offered identical menus and scantily clad waitresses. Um, they wore long skirts um, that somehow missed uh, the boot line by a full inch and a half. Revealing Ooh. a little crescent moon, a little pale crescent moon, if you will. I'm a little white slice of ankle to a lonely patient. <laughs> yeah, mm. risque. We should we should warn the, the audience this is an adult podcast. Ah, right? yes, this is true. It is. I now. mean, if you if you like uh, adult um, owl themed chicken wing restaurants, then you know kind of where they <laughs> got their start. <clears throat> anyway, um, excuse me. Defying logic at the time. Huntington's restaurants uh, were not a family establishment, but they began to thrive, and thrive they did for 15 years. Um, But anything billed as pushing the envelope uh, has a right to that claim only so long as it applies. Um, Other men figured out that chain restaurants kind of advertise for each other, so they are a very profitable business. Many also learned that a little skin doesn't hurt anything either. And in 1923, Russell Winthrop's restaurant chain, Aunt Millie's Bare Butthole Fried Chicken, took over <laughs> as the leader. 
in the new chain restaurant industry. (laughs) (laughs) And from there, although uh, still popular in loyal pockets, um, Thomas Wadfellow Huntington's chain was in slow decline. Hmm. Ah, I mean, you can hear... uh, through every detail like you could just see that it's almost like you know the 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 story of the immigrant who comes here and raises himself up from the bootstraps and Mm -hmm. um it i think that's like truly historically american Mm -hmm. um and i'm surprised i haven't heard of him before right and taking a little risk too that's the american way you know like not only a woman showing a little bit of ankle but um you know doing that in a restaurant restaurants that weren't geared toward the family these are these are big risks Mm-hmm. Showing okay. your bare open butthole while you're serving fried chicken, <laughs> another risk. Yes. So just to clarify, the restaurant that showed the bare open butthole that was a competitor. That, that was a competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. when you say okay. you know you're the most, you're the biggest pyramid, and another pyramid. Opens. <laughs> and then, yes. <laughs> Eighteen well, extra feet yes. equals bare butthole ruins it no, right that, away. Then I mean you can't consider yourself this. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they call second mover advantage because Huntington came in and he yeah. broke the mold and did all the hard work to mm-hmm. just show that ankle. Right. And once people were comfortable with that, well, the next step, right. people could just come right exactly. in and show bare butthole. So at first, there's exactly. that big flash of by the pale crescent moon. Everyone's going, oh, right. by the pale crescent moon. They're, that's where they're going. A little bit later, bare open butthole. But um, then you mm-hmm. get that, uh, like Matt said, you get that first on the scene kind of like that's the name of that, you know, oh, look at look another restaurant that's like, that's like by the, you know, you were the first one there. You had that credibility, but someone else is going to come and do it faster and cheaper, which is why after a couple years, you know, maybe, uh, you know, these restaurant chain has been handed down family yeah. to family. And, you know, there's people who still want to continue on this tradition. Um, Optimizing is easier than innovating. That's definitely that's, true. Right. So, um uh, yeah, so as uh, as these restaurants, uh, this restaurant chain uh, came down through the years, passed down through the family, uh, it uh, it needed a bit of a pivot, right, to to stay relevant. And yes. so what the uh, it, and it was twofold. It's uh, I mean, you guys have heard of you know the story of McDonald's. There was that this chain, but there was the original one, right? So there was the original by the pale crescent moon, and then a couple of these other the, these chain ones, and oh, they yeah. they all like became a McDonald's, McDonald's thing. Right, right, right. But it's like you know, there was the original one, and then like here's here's our here's our franchises, mm-hmm. here's our here's oh, our other I establishments. See what you mean. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. This is the original location. Exactly. Yes. So so the original location gets a little bit of a special treatment, but the idea of what are we going to do with these uh, with these you know risque ankle showing uh, restaurants, we needed to pivot to something that was a little more American at the time. Um, so uh, they all became. Uh, uh, a jazz banjo, mini golf, and fireworks casino. <laughs> <laughs> with a specialty of, <laughs> with an eye towards, with an eye towards this, this you know, this is we're, we're talking like nineteen forties, fifties or something here. This is people are on the on the go. They're in their cars. This is the area of, of you know like uh, strip malls and uh, you know hotels and motels even you know uh, just drive right oh, up. Uh, so the original uh, by the Pale Crescent Moon um, became a Maltel, where you could drive in and, <laughs> and stay in a in a store of your choosing. Yep. Uh, uh, it became With a indoor, big Maltel, swamp. and it's like uh, it's like going to a mall. Like the front's like an Aunt Annie's, you know, whatever, and then there's a mall behind it. Like the mall, the mall's a little bit separate, but they built you know the 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 site of the original one. They they built that out as the Maltel. And everything else was the jazz banjo, mini golf, and fireworks casinos. Yep. 
until the bare butthole Maltels came out. I mean, that they were very strong. <laughs> and again, you know what I like? This is steel sharpened steel. They, they're pushing each other. <laughs> yep. It's the space and race. Grant... They didn't have, I mean, this was, Corey, you said starting in the 40s, maybe-ish? Well, yeah, yeah, 40s through the 60s well, Whatever jazz and, ba- jazz and bands were. Mid-century. We'll call it mid-century. Uh, whenever jazz happened. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we didn't have uh, Mid-whatever indoor, century that was. We didn't have indoor swamp technology at the time, Grant, mm, but yeah. they did have a partially enclosed bog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Bogodome, okay. <laughs> okay. So, oh, if, I mean, I know Grant has used this phrase before on our podcast. But a jazz banjo, mini golf, fireworks, casino. Yeah. Tale as old as time. As old as time. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Beauty and the Beast. And it's American, you know? Beauty and the Beast. So Beauty what's more American? Uh, right. Jazz banjo, Very mini little, golf, but the, fireworks, casinos? I think what could make it slightly more American is if a hotshot entrepreneur mm-hmm. comes in with a new big idea. As And, again, to quote Grant, you got to spend money to make money. So mm-hmm. I've always said that. Tell us, uh, tell us what happens with the, the money that is spent to make more money. Well, I had two ideas, and it turns out it's going to be a third. <laughs> so my idea, first of all, was whatever little like specific attraction we had built, we're going to franchise it. Well, that's already been done. It's already franchised. So my other idea was to make it more American, add fireworks to everything. But that's <laughs> already been done. <laughs> and so my idea is really to just copy the idea that has already been done and pretend it was mine. Oh, I'm, yeah. I just, nice. it's all, you just rebrand it. Just get a slick new logo, maybe like, uh, and it's all in lowercase because, you know, it's got to, that makes it look cool, modern-ish. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to rebrand it, change nothing, and pretend like it's all brand new. And I love then, this. Yeah, you know, everyone's going to come flocking. Grant, essentially your only lay- outlay and cost is a couple under new management banners that you rent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those aren't even permanent <laughs> installs. <laughs> and you just take them down. You can have yep. these yep. back. Nice. Yep. Very nice. Here I am leasing my under new management. Uh, <laughs> oh, why did I buy Taking these? Taking a bath well, on these guys. <laughs> yep. Once you take the banner off the lot, the hat, you could use half the value. <laughs> yes. of it. So the, you got to let someone else take the depreciation on those. It's, a savvy, it's a savvy entrepreneur that gets soaked on the under new management. I'm <laughs> really underwater on these guys. I might change my idea and buy up people at the low price. Once all the depreciation comes around and buy up. <laughs> <laughs> new management banners that people <laughs> use new management banners yeah. and resell yeah. them on the secondary oh, market. Yeah. But sec- that's that's for maybe make for a killing. So, make a killing. That's another podcast, though. That's the thing. Uh, like Grant said, it was a genius idea to just all you need is a little bit of rebrand. Mm-hmm. All you need is a new management. It's uh, just rebranding. And people Change are willing to nothing. Yeah, people are willing to forget they got food poisoning at that restaurant, and they'll go, "Oh, it's new management." <laughs> Fireworks poisoning. Mm-hmm. At that casino. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got fireworks poisoning. <laughs> I got fireworks poisoning at a casino. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, I uh, what's going to happen, though, is like, great, don't take offense to this. Over, over the next coming decades, you'll mm-hmm. still make a profit, but like... Just being able to pay your employees a decent wage and pay your bills is not enough. Failure. In, it's a failure. If you aren't growing quarter mm-hmm. over quarter, <laughs> you are failing. You got to grow mm-hmm. the brand. You got to grow the brand. So what's mm-hmm. going to happen 
eventually is uh, you know, there's going to be various interests in this. Uh, in, in, and we're really, Corey, when you said grow the brand, we're, we're talking about the brand because that's where the value is. You could have, it could be fireworks, it could be a casino, it could be whatever, but we, we want that uh, original, we, you know, um, light of the, by the pale of the crescent moon <laughs> brand, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. family story that we can print out. So It's like a glass Coke bottle, you know, like, oh, it's the oh, classic. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. You still want kids to get boners nowadays from seeing an ankle. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I dream about. <laughs> Small children getting boners. <laughs> because of ankles. But they're mostly just, <laughs> mostly the first part. Right. That's what I don't care how we get there. Oh, fills every thought, every waking thought. I feel the bones my and you're like, thoughts. it's probably due to ankles. Yes. I can mm-hmm. still sleep happily. Yes. So here's where the fun part begins. So... Cedar Fair Amusements, Frito-Lay, and Bank of America, they all invest in Grant's operation. They're going to modernize, revolutionize, and dazzle Ooh. American spenders. Yes, they do like yes, being dazzled. Yes. Dazzleize. Just Dazzle me, baby. almost as soon, actually before they act, uh, build or expand, they're bought out by Blackstone Carlisle Kohlberg Capital, <laughs> which itself is a merger of three private equity firms. Almost before the next shovel hits the ground, they're bought out by Universal Pictures, which is uh, of NBC Universal, which is mm-hmm. of Comcast, yes. uh, which was then bought out by a merger of some of the most exciting and value building brands today Ooh. to form 3M, Comcast, AB, Siemens, InBev, Disney, GE. <laughs> I like the sound of that Siemens. A.B. Siemens is nice, yeah. So what what they're going to do is launch a cube-shaped wonder that will dazzle the senses (laughs) with electronic digital interaction Uh that will enrich the lives of thousands. Um, So it's going to be a bank branch uh, that also has a Hooters Pizza Hut Walgreens inside. Yes, yes, yes. You can get your prescription filled out, eat chicken. You can still Mm. see the ankles. The Hooters is going to serve by the light of the pale... Or by the light of the crescent moon, uh, wing sauce as like a as a yep. as a throwback Ooh. to the to the to the brand. So you can see how that thread has. has oh, really you can totally the see their tit ankles too. Yeah. I mean, there you can see mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. Yeah. the tit ankles. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I think Thomas Wadsworth Huntington would be would be pretty proud of where his uh, mm-hmm. his investment stands today. Absolutely, I think so. So, little Captain Travis. If you've ever uh, used an ATM at a uh, at, at one of Huntington's shit, uh, I just realized that Huntington yeah. is actually Different a bank, bank branch. So maybe <laughs> so, so we weren't we weren't making right. this up. Where do you think no, that came this from? is what Huntington's is. Yeah, yep. Five, he started making the 1907 Hooters, and uh, now he owns a bank. Yeah. So yeah, Grant, cut that part. Life out. comes at so you back. So little uh, Captain Travis. Uh, as you as you know, you've been to a Huntington's branch. Have you ever been to one that has a Hooters Pizza Hut Walgreens? Let us know. <laughs> Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. You all, as you all know, the Huntington Bank is the uh, combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell of banks. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, hey, for the savvy investors out there, all you savvy flappers, um, if you want to see what comes after Triangle Pyramid, or sorry, Pyramid Cube... You want to know what the next shape is? You can see us on Instagram. We're Free Legal Advice Podcast. For the five-sided shapes. It's a five amid. <laughs> Grant, wait for the... They didn't hear that. Yeah. They didn't hear that. Yeah. And uh, little Captain Travis, uh, 
like Grant always says, I really love Beauty and the Beast. If you want to see mm-hmm. more Beauty and the Beast uh, fan art that I've drawn, that I've follow drawn. us <laughs> on Twitter at FreeLegalPod. Mm-hmm. Beast goes full butthole, just like the <laughs> Aunt Millie's. <laughs> The only fried chicken restaurant. If you want to see the butthole of an anthropomorphic teacup, follow us on Twitter. Uh, You will be surprised where it is. (laughs) It's not where you think. Yeah, let's just say you've been drinking from the butt. Anyways, uh, (laughs) be surprised how wide that thing can dilate. Teacupgoatee.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the show, the shape Ben was talking about is called a sexahedron. <laughs> <laughs>Hey, if you have a cool idea that you want to hear, you have a, an idea for a show that you want to hear, um, we're all ears, uh, especially uh, 25% of us are are praying mm-hmm. that, that you're going to come through and save them uh, <laughs> with, with some cool ideas. But hey, we're happy to address your topic. So go ahead and email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail. And send all the good ideas to Seifker2 at gmail.com. Oh, uh, shit. Um, and I just want to remind all of our listeners, this isn't for everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you made it to the end of this episode, which is like episode 40, uh, <laughs> it might not be for you. Yeah, warning. But, uh, uh, this is what it is the whole time. Give it another 70 or 80. Yeah, no, this is this is not like, we're not taxiing here. We are in flight. This is the, <laughs> this is the show, people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, Grant just uh, Grant just dropped his personal email. You know how many dick pill uh, emails you're gonna get? Oh now? yeah, there's gonna be so many. Slightly more. Uh, there's so many bots <laughs> that are combing through audio and processing it into text, looking for emails to sell uh-huh. dick pit pills. To sell dick pills, and then I'll take the dick pills and have a huge dick. What are you talking about? Like what's clean <laughs> win? <laughs> what are you th- that's that was so crazy. It just might fucking work. That's beautiful. I also oh, like the email addresses. Grant just organized an army of dick pill bots, Project Honeybot, to create the world's largest penis. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. And, and, and to Corey's point, this is definitely mid-flight, folks. Uh, this is uh, uh, this is what you should. Expect. I'm picturing um, Grant. It's like a. It's like the Queen. Uh, of the hive to where Grant can't even move. It's just this giant dick that worker bots keep feeding pills to. (laughs) (laughs) Just a dick. Have you seen the Slurm episode? Yes, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Yeah. Turn internet over.